it's frustrating the, the negativity from the outside. It's um, the constant booing and, and the uh, kind of from the crowd too tonight was, um, I understand that they're a passionate fan base. I understand, I love it, but um, I mean, when you face adversity, you don't, you don't turn your back. Well, there you have it. Uh, the most recent quote from Brady Kachuk that has uh, been passed around the hockey world has gone maybe a little bit viral. I don't know. Um, yeah, clearly frustrated after the Sen 6-4 loss against the Tampa Bay Lightning on Saturday night. Um, what, what, what was there good to say about the game, honestly? There was not that much. Uh, I had the pleasure of being in attendance for that game. Um, yeah, so first period, Brady scores, uh, his seventh of the season and, uh, the Sens looked as though they were going to be able to get out of the first period with a lead, but at 17.05 in the first period on what looked to be a broken play, Victor Hedman would chip one past Jonas Corpusalo tying the game. We would go to intermission and, uh, come the second period, it was all Tampa Bay. So, 32 seconds in, uh, Braden Point would put one past Corpusala, which was, you could you could almost feel the building deflate a little bit. You could see the bench, you know, it's now it's like, oh great, now we're chasing the game, uh, which the Sens have been doing a lot of recently. <clears throat> uh, and then uh, Esamont would score in the second period, and after that goal, Jonas Corpusala would be relieved of his duties and substituted by Anton Forsberg. Now, was the pulling... I, I honestly didn't agree with the uh, goaltending change. I thought... He, he did give up three goals, and I think it was 21 shots at the time. But uh, he had made a couple of really, really high-quality saves to keep the Sens in the game, uh, and he was battling. Like, there, there was... Uh, he was sprawling out in the crease, covering the puck like like he was battling, and the Sens were, you know, giving up a lot of opportunities. And Corpusala was battling. Now, the the goals, the two goals there in the second period, they were they were timely. So I can understand maybe a little bit, but I still didn't like it. I think I think DJ Smith would have been better to call his timeout. But um, and then Braden Point would score the first goal on Anton Forsberg and the fourth of the game for Tampa. So going into the third period, we would have a 4-1 hockey game. Come the third, the Sens are on the power play to start the third period, and Claude Giroux would find the back of the net, making it a 4-2 game. Uh, and then Braden Point would complete his hat-trick uh, and score one past Anton Forsberg, making it a 5-2 game again. Senators building awful, um, deflating, and uh, I believe that's when the fire DJ chance came to be. So the Sens still chasing the game. Uh, Brady Kachuk would score his eighth and his second of the game. And uh, you could you could feel a little bit of energy come back into the building. Like okay, we're we're going back and forth here. Like we're gonna we're gonna step on the gas. But um, no, only like eighteen seconds after. Uh, Brady Kachuk's goal, Nikita Kucherov would score on Anton Forsberg. Drake Batherson would add one at the end of the game, but at that point, uh, it was almost out of reach. So the Sens would drop to four and sixth 
which would be good enough for eighth in the Atlantic. They would drop the game six to four against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, yeah, I, I actually had the pleasure of watching Jonas Johansson play. Um, the, the, the goaltender filling in for probably the best guy, best goalie in the world, Andre Vasilevsky. So Johansson played for Tampa. Um, you know, he, he gave up four goals on 28 shots. Uh, so, you know, nothing to, to be, you know, crazy about, uh, save percentage 857. So not that great, but at the same time, his team did win and he did make some very nice saves. Um, so he's five and one and three on the season. Uh, so it was, it was pretty interesting watching him play. Um, but moving on, we, uh, we get to the press conference and, uh, Brady, Brady says what he said. You heard the soundbite at the beginning of the show and, um, yeah, I, I I understand that he's frustrated, but I don't like the comment. I, I don't like it. Um, before that, he was asked, you know, what? Why did you guys lose all this? Right, just just a basic question, and uh, he stated that they had some unlucky bounces, um, referring to <clears throat> the Victor Hedman goal and the uh, Esamont goal. I don't know. I think you have to take accountability if you're, you know, we're losing. We're, we're four and six. Like you got to stop giving excuses. And I'm sorry that, that, that just sounded like an excuse to me. And, you know, I, I get that was his answer and, you know, he's the captain and he can't be like, Oh, you know, you know, pointing fingers or, you know, making any comments that would indicate, uh, you know, somebody or anything like that you know what I mean but um the oh the bad bounces no I'm not buying that and then for him to come out and say that the fans have been turning their back on the senators uh referring to the boo birds and the the fire dj chants at canadian tire center um yeah I, I didn't like that comment either I think you know saturday night uh people you know, they can do anything what they want, right? Most people work five days a week, four days a week, depending if you're virtual. And, um, you know, they spend their, their hard-earned money to go see the Ottawa Senators play. The it, the attendance was, I'm going to tell you this. So so apparently the Sens fans are turning their back on the Sens, but the attendance for that game uh, was 17,387. So it, that, that building holds 18,000 people. So it was almost a sellout, about 700 short. Um, I think it was a little bit unfair to, you know, call out the fans, especially with how the Sens have been playing lately. You know, they, they've gone, uh, they've lost four of their last five. They've lost four of their last five. And it's not as though, you know, we we're getting beat like by, by Vegas or by Boston, you know, teams that are like, you know, hot right now. We're getting beat by the LA Kings. Now, granted, the LA Kings, good team, whatever. But just the effort, like the effort against the Kings and the effort on Saturday night against the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, just not acceptable. Like, you know, I, I'll work all day and I'll go on Ticketmaster and buy, you know, a $40 ticket to go sit as high as you can sit in that building, go pay fifteen dollars for one beer pay 15 bucks for a slice of pizza 
and you go out there and you won't even back check. You can't pass. You can't control the puck. You can't you can't box people out. You know you're getting like you're you're skating by the net. You're not stopping, trying to jam pucks in. You know, get a scrappy goal. Like the effort, hundred percent. The boos were warranted. I think. I think everybody had their right. I think we were all frustrated, you know. Leaving there, I paid $40 for a ticket. I felt ripped off. I can't imagine how the people sitting in the 100s felt. So, you know, things need to change. Things need to change. And uh, he needs he needs to give give the fans a little bit of credit. And need, the team, not just Brady, but the team needs to start taking responsibility for how things have been going. And that starts from the top down, you know. I know Ann Lauer... Uh, he's taking responsibility for something that, you know, he hasn't even done, um, referring to the Dodonoff trade, uh, Dorian wouldn't take responsibility. So look at that fired, Boom. But I'm also talking the coaches, uh, and here, let me just play you this. Let me play you this. Okay. It's just, it's a little soundbite from DJ's press conference. So just listen to this, listen to what he has to say. It's not often that the crowd boos you on the way out. Um, what's your message to the fan base right now? It's about the players. It's not about me. And uh, we're doing our best. It's about the players, not about me. Hmm. Okay. Sure. Let's believe that. Who's going to tell him that it is about him? And, you know, also, maybe take a little bit of accountability, you know? No, it's on the players. Well, No. You're part of this organization. You're part of the team. You're part of why we're doing this. It's not just about the players, DJ. It's about you, man. Uh, so maybe start taking some accountability and uh, not drilling into your players' heads that, oh, it's just bad bounces and, oh, you know, we ran into a hot goal here. Oh, you know, we're playing uh, the second best team in the in the league, you know. Um, and maybe just be like, okay, hey, we need to change this, like, now. You know, I think despite the... The slow patch that the Senators have definitely gone through at the beginning of their seasons, especially this year, um, I think it's just all the more reason that, you know, you need to make a change, and you've made change in players and everything, but I think it's time that, you know, we bring in a new coach and see how the team performs. I'm sure, you know, worst case scenario, they keep doing what they've been doing, so not much of a difference. Um, but I think that's the only answer if you're the Ottawa Senators, really. Um, and it's just a matter of time before they change it, or hopefully they do change it. They don't just, you know, let them stand behind the bench for another season and, you know, we watch the Sens underperform and miss the playoffs again, um, which, you know, nobody wants to see. Nobody wants to see here in Ottawa. Um, I, I personally want to stick it to the Leafs fans and the Habs fans, so um, kind of hopeful that you know something is something has changed and um, we move on from this this rebuild stage that has been dragged out quite a bit. Um, anyway, uh, no, it was a little bit more of a critical podcast. Uh, disappointing, the disappointment with the team and how they've been performing. But it's just kind of what's been happening lately and, you know, <clears throat> being able to come on here and, and talk about it and, um, you know, it, it's definitely it's definitely something that needed to be done and I, I'm not going to sugarcoat when the Sens are, you know, uh, not looking too good and not promising and 
Um, especially with the quote with Brady, I thought I thought this was an appropriate topic for the the podcast. Um, after an okay couple of first couple of games, you know, after dropping off, I thought this is kind of the discussion that we need to have, um, just because we've seen it so much, and you know, uh, it's it's definitely a hot topic around the the league that DJ is on the hot seat. So, anyway. Um, Thanks a lot for listening to the Section 315 podcast. I, uh, I hope to see you guys here again, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, our next episode. Not sure what we're going to do for our next episode yet. I think it'll probably depend on, you know, who's standing behind the bench for the Senators, but, you know, hopeful that, hopeful that the, next, the next episode is, uh, is a lot more positive and, you know, we, we can turn the ship around here because, uh, you know, Lord knows the players want to win and, you know, the fans, the fans want to cheer for a good hockey team. And the worst part is we have a good hockey team and just underperforming. So, um, yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in again, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Take care. Cheers.